Welcome to Sex Toy Home Shopping Network. So in this video, I'm gonna be doing a little show and tell about sex toys. So this is my home kit you have here. So these tools all here are anal toys. So we're gonna be dealing with those separately and when we're dealing with the ass. And these here are all pussy tools of some type or another. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. You may be looking at that and thinking, oh no, I have to go and buy 19 vibrators and dildos in order to satisfy a woman. No, just remember I'm a freak. I've done all the research for you so I can narrow it down to what you absolutely do need. And then you can add anything else that you wish if you want to get more freaky. So when we're looking at vibrators that are good quality, you always want to make sure that you're buying ones that are not no-name brands from China, primarily because we don't know what they're made of. So this is medical grade silicon. So it's inert, it's completely safe for insertion. Um, I have had bad experiences in the past with cheap vibrators that were made of I don't know what, and they ended up like kind of chemical burning the inside of a woman. You do not want that experience, neither does she. She doesn't want it and you don't want it either. So make sure you get quality. Doesn't doesn't mean you have to spend hundreds, but you should get a, a, a name brand. So if, we, if I was to like say what I absolutely must have out of all of this, it would be that. All right, so this is the Svarkom, a Swedish brand, S-V-A-K-O-M, is the brand, and this one is called an Alice. And this is a ripoff of this more expensive version, which is a Lilo, is the brand, and the type is called a Soraya, which is cute. Now, this one's definitely engineered more nicely. It has this loop here, so you can, it's easy to hold from different, well, I turned it on, different angles, it's easy to hold. They're both waterproof. Like, I wouldn't submerge them in a bath, Theoretically, you can, but I probably wouldn't do that. But you can use them in a shower. If things are getting wet, that's fine because they've got these little holes that have got a seal in them so that even if some water gets there, apparently it won't mess it up. I haven't broken any with water so far, so they seem to be good. So, yeah, basically, this one was developed from this one. They have the same kinds of functions. The, the main advantage of both these designs is this curve that goes up with this bulb. So if I'm inserting this into the woman from, she's lying on her back, right, and I'm inserting it in here, what this does is this point here will make contact with the G-spot, right, where, and then this little bullet here, which also vibrates, I can just use it to press down on the clitoris, and then I can, you know, go side to side to basically joystick my way to her orgasm. You know, literally, if I put that in and go like this, often that's it. Don't need any other, anything else she's done. So it's a very effective tool. There are other directions and things we can use it for, which I'll show you as well. So the difference with the Svarkom, and, and by the way, I don't get any commissions or anything, although I should. So I'm, I'm basing this solely on my, what works for me, not on any commercial interests. But the problem with this one I've found is actually this, this width here, you can see the width is, is different. Right, this one's much fatter. And for a lot of girls, that'll be too hard to get inside. They're, they're too small, or maybe I'd use it later, but this one is noticeably smaller. It's, it's just shaped better, more cock-like. This one has, I mean, it, it still works very well on girls if they're big enough, but, and you can see the length as well is longer on the Lilo. So this is, I found this to be too long for some girls because we have to insert all of that, which is about, I don't know, five, six inches or 15, 18 centimeters ish 
uh, in order to be able to apply this onto the clitoris. Whereas this one is about an inch shorter. So I find, and the, the shape of it tends to work better. So I, I do use both. Some girls have bigger pussies. This one has got like more horsepower. You can hear it, hear it and my mic compared to this one. Yeah. Now, you'll note that with all of these, all vibrators have like 50 different functions. So, and I, I just start pressing a button, right? And then, for example, this one is now doing this pulse. Whoa, it's getting angry. All right, all vibrators these days have a bunch of buttons and 50 different settings, right? So when you turn it on, it usually is just doing a straight vibration, right? So you can hear it's humming away and then I increase it. That, like that full speed is way, way too much for most girls. Maybe, maybe at the end, but it's usually too overstimulating. So I wanna get this low level hum. And then as I'm going with the girl, I can just ask her, you want more? And she says, you want it faster or more vibration? And then I'll give it like three clicks, right? Like ramp it up three clicks at a time. And then you see if she like tenses in any kind of way or she pulls away, that's, it's too much vibration, too sensitive. Then I just take it down a couple of clicks, right? But what you don't like, so if I just start pressing these random functions, which I never use, right? So in this function, only that's vibrating. That's not vibrating. I press another function and I get this vibrate, 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 vibrate. And you do other ones where they go bit, 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 all these different kind of syncopated com uh, combinations. These are not good. The one where it pulses and goes, gets more intense and then down. Yes, those kind of ones where there's a consistency of sensation, right? So it's building and it goes down again, it's pulsing. Sure, that might be cool to use. But any of the ones where it's going jit, 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 like any of that kind of stuff, it just breaks her concentration, right? Because she's trying, you know, she's using the vibrations to build up to an orgasm. And if she's building and then it stops and starts and changes speeds and so on, usually it's really distracting. It seems cool because it's, you can, it's kind of like getting 10 different sensations, but it's not really practically functional. So I just only, pretty much only use the first setting, which is vibrate. So I just increase the intensity or lower the intensity of vibrations. Don't worry about any of the other settings. They're just uh, gimmicks basically. So if, you're, so if you're only gonna get one vibrator, this one costs about 80 euros. It's well worth it. Last, I mean, this one's on its last legs now, but that one's been, I've had that for a few years. The Lilo is much more expensive. It's 200 and something euros. Um, it is very robust. It's really well made. I've had this one for many years and it's still awesome. But as I said, if you're only gonna get one vibrator, get that one, cause it'll fit everyone. This one can be too big. Now, there are some variations on this. You've probably seen the rabbit vibrator. The ones that most people buy is this like obscenely huge one. And this kind of cheap 20, 30 buck one. It's the size of a fucking tennis ball can. Uh, so it's quite unwieldy, it doesn't look very sexy. And usually the top part is way too big. So you can look around like this, this brand particularly, don't worry about it. It's like a specialty brand. This is gold plated. You don't need gold plated vibrators. I do because I'm a aesthetic and a freak, but you don't need that. But if you find one which has, it's, it's made of proper hospital grade silicon. It has a similar curvature with a bulb right so we hit the g spot and then it has instead of this one it has this little rabbit now the point of the rabbit is that i would put the this on either side of the clitoris right so if i'm, I'm inserting it 
and then these rabbit ears would go either side of the clitoris and then theoretically the clits in the middle being like hyper vibrated by these little rabbit ears. So it can be a cool one. It's like it's a good, it's a good function, but it doesn't have as much versatility as this because this can go in the ass. This I can manipulate to like put on put onto a, like a singular point and really get a like a intense focused vibration. This one kind of is a one trick pony. It has this feature, works nicely, but I would have that as a secondary vibrator, right? So I have that one. I use that sometimes as just something that's a bit different, creates different type of sensation. Okay, so you can keep in mind to get the rabbit one, maybe as your second or third vibrator. All right, so now moving on, we're moving into more specialty items. This one here is based on the famous Hitachi. So the, the Japanese Hitachi massager, which is like sold as a massager, not a vibrator, but it's it's a bigger version of this and it has a cord, right? It's And it's the most strong vibrator you're gonna get. So just you stick it in the wall and you've got full industrial power on it. Um, so this is a handheld version of it. And there's a, a number of these different companies have ones. This one, the, the smaller, sleeker ones, uh, you know, much more functional than the big chunky one that you have to plug into a, get an extension cord for. So if we turn this one on, same thing. We don't want to worry about any of the fancy vibrations. It's just vibrating. The good thing about this is it's power. So it has a very strong engine and primarily it's surface area. Right, so unlike a tool like this, which has a narrow surface area of contact, so I might put it you know, on the clitoris or use it in uh, between the pussy lips or whatever. This one, as my friend Sir Dominic would say, I just jam the Hitachi on and she's happier than a pig in shit, is the way he would describe it. Not very romantic, but you get the idea. It's just like, and we'll demo soon, but you know, you put it on the pussy and it's just working everything. Right? It's, it's hard to mess this one up. It's just because it's smooth, domed. I put it, you know, the, the base pussy here, the clitoris is here, and I stick it on there. Done. You know, like it's, it's a very, very effective vibrator. I don't need to be, I don't need to get it in exactly the right spot. I don't need to be doing any fancy strokes with it like I might with some of the other ones. It's just, you put it on, it does the job. And of course I can hand it to her. It's easy for her to, to hold on to herself. She can find the place. You're not gonna get that inside. I mean, it's possible, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't try that. It's like, you know, you're only getting the first that much in. And then I can, you know, I can do these rotations. This one has nice kind of shapes on it. So you get a bit of texture like so. So that's a very powerful and user-friendly vibrator. It's not as, it doesn't have any, as many functions as this, right? Like this one, there's so much I can do with it. Insertion inside, outside, on the clitoris, on the G-spot, this in the ass, over the pussy. I'll show you all that soon. There's a lot more I can do with this one. This is like, I use this one usually when a girl has trouble coming, right? So she's, we've done, I've tried everything else and then I pull out the, this, the, the finisher. Um, or it's a, it's a good one for a girl to like use on herself who's not used to using toys, right? So you can just play with it and it doesn't, she doesn't have to figure out too much. Uh, she can hold it on it while, you, while she's sucking you or while you're jerking off watching it, something like that. And then finally, we have more specific G-spot tools. So you can see here, this, this one, you know, curves up and, and it's covering the general surface area of the G-spot, which the size of it is the size of a, well, I was gonna say 50 cent piece in Australia, but you know, like, three centimeters, four centimeters across is the kind of surface area of the G-spot. Now, when you get a hooked tool like this, and there's all sorts of variations, which this is a, like the cheaper one often has like a bulb, like a long hard stick and little bulb on the end, but similar ideas is that this one is, we're gonna put it, in, insert it in and it's right 
directed onto the G-spot. Smaller surface area, very focused in that, in that spot. So this one is great for building a girl up for a squirting orgasm or, or a deep um, vaginal orgasm. Right, so it's, it's not very big, so it's easy to get in. She can put it on the spot and then she can kind of use that to angle or you can you know, create lever, creates a little bit of circle to stimulate the, the top of the G-spot as well. Right, so like with all of these, well, let's say, you know, all of these are kind of more specialty ones. This one's your good, very general purpose, don't know how to use a vibrator, can't fuck it up kind of one. And then these are basically variations on the same theme with the Savarcom and the Lilo being my recommended versions. That one, Savarcom, if you're gonna get nothing else, cheap, extremely durable, safe, great vibrator. And then you've got the rabbit variations if you wanna, like the, all these other variations, like, you know, you're into toys and the girls you're with are into toys. Now, you should keep in mind that I wouldn't, I couldn't say the percentage on it, but there's a decent amount of girls who don't like using toys at all. And, the, and I've asked them about it, and it's usually because it doesn't feel real, right? Like they want to feel the, because nothing is going to compare, even if you have one that's got electric electricity running through it and it heats or something, the sensation of a real cock that's squishy and warm and, and responsive, you know, it's an alive organ. Some girls just don't like using plastic things on them. It, it just feels unreal. They're like, well, if I'm with a man, I don't want to do it. I don't, I don't want to use something else. So the way I found that out is, because usually how do I bring a vibrator into the play and guys are often worried like, well, how do I do that? Is she going to think that I've used it on someone else? Yeah, that's fine. The only, the only main concern will be cleanliness. And as I said before, when I take a vibrator out, occasionally I, a girl says something like, oh, is that clean or did you wash it or something? Mostly not. And then I, and then I simply say, it's, it's very clean, much cleaner than you or I. Um, I've washed it twice, right? So, which is what I always do. After a girl leaves, I wash my toys. Then when another girl's coming over or the same girl's coming over, I wash them again and lay them out on a towel so they're, you know, air dried. So they're safe. So usually it's just a matter of I reach into my drawer uh, or I get up and I go over, pull it, pull it out, pull out a couple of toys and I take it over. And then I just do it with certainty and almost always the girl's really happy to do it. Very occasionally I had a girl who said, I don't like toys or I'm not into vibrators. Cool, put it down. If a girl doesn't like it, she doesn't like it. Like if it was a longer term partner, then I would probably discuss and say, you know, I'd love to experiment with you and try some new things with toys. Um, you said it wasn't your thing, but it'd be cool if we could play with it and see if there's something that you do like. So, you know, we may introduce them as, as a relationship goes, but in general, if a girl's like hard no on it, then I don't bother. But the vast majority of girls, I pull it out and I do it with certainty. She's, she's cool with it. So most of the time I pull it out and then I lubricate both surfaces. So wet the pussy, wet the vibrator, either in her mouth, in my mouth, put some saliva on. You might use, you know, you could use lubricant as well. And then we, then we start to play. So let's demonstrate some of the, some of these important tools and see exactly how to use them on a real life girl. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.